Hello and welcome to another edition of Sky Podcast Q&A, answering all the questions that we have this week. Uh, it's normally a quick fire, you know, 15-20 minute job. I'll go through the questions people have brought up on Twitter. Um, there they are already, some of them. And um, then maybe just have a quick comment on a few bits and bobs. Uh, right, so without further ado, well, firstly, I guess... This should be available, hopefully, if it all goes well, on YouTube. So subscribe to that if you can find it. I'll send out a link in a minute. It's live on Twitter at the, right now, hopefully. Um, and if you want to comment, you can. I should look at the comments during the video at the end, how to answer all the questions. Um, yeah, and then I might even add Facebook and all that sort of stuff. Modern, modern technology, eh? Right. Anyway, let's get into it. Questions. So, right. So this week was a sort of, if you had Sa, you did well. If you didn't, you... Salah, Ronaldo, obviously, if you didn't have either of them, you're also in trouble. Um, and, yeah, it was sort of a non-week, really. There's no, no major, like, oh. Obviously, the big thing, really, was injuries. Pickford, Mendy, um, other people just missing. Yeah, and what to do about them. But, hey, hopefully everyone got around that and got a decent score. Let's have a look at some of the questions people have. Right. So let's, let's scroll down to the latest one. First one. Is it worth downgrading TAA to free up funds? Have Rudiger already, so who would you change him for? That's from Mitch. I wonder if he's called Greg or Mitch. Who knows? One of those funny people with two, two, two four first names. This is his whole name. Right. Anyway, enough of that. Um. Right, would I downgrade? The problem with Trent is you know he can haul and he will haul. Do you want to downgrade him for funds? Possibly. I like the fact you got Rudiger already. It depends if you've just got Rudiger. Just imagine though, if you could downgrade TAA to Alonso, let's say, we'll probably talk about Alonso as we go through. Um, if you could get that's uh, how many millions is that? That's two and a half million you could save up there. And if you haven't, like you'd run it running only two premiums up top, you can convert that third one to a premium. So maybe. Trent isn't as highly owned as he was pre-overhaul, so it, it won't be huge if he uh, loses out. But don't let the fact he was ill one week make you make you get rid of him. I still think he's going to be massive value, and he's still awesome. And I think every time he scores points, which will be regularly, everyone who hasn't got him will be like, oh, why have I not got him? But he's a lot of money. So it's all about that managing of funds. Um, I think you possibly can get as many points with a good Chelsea setup because I think Chelsea is going to be pretty awesome, but I think TA is a bit more nailed. Um, and if for some reason you were selling Salah, which again we might get to in a minute, he is still also a decent Liverpool captain if you needed it. So, in answer, unsure, yes, sort of a manager call that one. Um, right, Johnny Belfast asking questions, even though I'm pretty sure he's like got two teams in the top 100 but still we'll answer the questions anyway would you feel comfortable having both Matip and Christmas in your team or start looking for exits now for coming weeks also Sam Maximum do you feel is a good option particularly being a midfielder um Matip and Christensen I looked at both of them but it was a either or scenario for me at overhaul um do I think you could have both you can have both if they both play, they're good value. They're both going to have a bit of rotation and they're both injury prone. But the thing about Matip, which I was sort of saying at overhaul, is at least if he gets injured, he's injured, so you can take him out. And I think right now he's still first choice. Canate obviously played this weekend and he also played in the cup, which is actually a good thing for Matip. So you'd expect Matip to come in at the weekend. Um, 
I think you're fine. If, I wouldn't necessarily buy them both right now, but I think if you're both in there right now, I'd probably keep them until one becomes a problem because assuming they're not problems, I think they're both in the first choice 11. They're both routes to uh, points because they both should get passing fairly regularly and they both actually have a bit of a go for it, Matip especially, because everyone's so focused on VVD now. Matip, like when uh, Reese James got sent off, that was all Matip just in there headering it back and stuff. So I reckon they're both decent shouts. So I probably would hold on for now. But if one becomes a problem, then maybe deal with it then. Um, St. Maximum. I love St. Maximum. It's like it's a bit like Adama Troy, but he's actually starting to get a bit more end product. The fact that they're, they're just going to suck Man of the Match awards for whenever their team does fairly well. Um, and he's good. And the fact he's a midfielder, yep, I think he's definitely worth it. The only problem is it's Newcastle. If you don't need them for a captaincy and they haven't got amazing fixtures, is it even worth getting a Newcastle player? He's the only one I would suggest. And I do like him, but around that price, I think he's about 8 million midfield, about just off the top of my head. I have not looked recently. I it wouldn't have changed, but I can't remember. Um, there's a few around that price. So maybe if you're in like a bit of a, I've got one floaty spot and I'm going to choose the player I like, then yeah, why not? But you don't need him for a captaincy now because that game's gone. So, yeah, possibly, possibly not. I don't know. I hope that's answered your question. I mean, it hasn't really, but still. Um, right, next one. Luke, NDN. To Kane or not to Kane? That's, I think, is the big question of the weekend. I know um, Dan was talking about that in his podcast. I know Luke and Niall were talking about that in their podcast. There's me calling this to the podcast when really it's a stream. But, hey, um, yeah, that's the big one. Are you going to do it? And for my question is, who for if you are? Because... A lot of people are saying, right, yeah, Salah to Kane on Sunday. Makes sense. You miss Salah versus City. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. But you look at Kane's fixtures. If Kane does suddenly do what everyone would hope he would do, if you do do the transfer, I score some goals, his run is incredible. Like, literally going all the way up to December. You'd be, like, taking him out to get this other player back when they're playing, like, Leeds or Norwich or something like that. I mean... Leeds are a decent side, but right now defensively they're not the best. So I was, I'm thinking about whether it might be worth getting rid of Ronaldo for him. Maybe not even this week, maybe next week. And then because Ronaldo's run, it's Ronaldo, so he's still going to get points, but he's not really playing any rubbishy rubbish teams. Everton, arguable, um, and Villa this weekend isn't even that easy. He's not really playing any rubbishy rubbish teams. And he probably won't mega, mega haul. Well, he's still Ronaldo. I'm sure he'll still score a hat-trick in there somewhere. But I still don't feel comfortable getting rid of Salah. And he's going to be playing Watford in a couple of weeks. And if you do the K move, you aren't going to be selling them back until after that, so which means you're missing Salah away at Watford, which, although it doesn't sound amazing, I'm pretty sure that's where he scored four goals in a couple of seasons ago. So what to do? Um, in terms of the actual general, should we get Kane or not? Form? No. The fact you can get extra games and it, he's got a good run of fixtures? Yes. The fact you're losing a high-profile player? No. The fact that everyone else might do it and they might captain him? Yes. So it's a bit of a yes-no, yes-no scenario. I think I'm definitely going to do it. If you've got two teams and you're both running high, it could be a bit of a one and do it in one and not in the other. But... I'm looking at the fixtures, and if I did bring him in, I think there's literally three Sundays in a row where he would be standout 
the best captain. This weekend, I have got Adama Traore, so it would be him, and he's my only other player, and he's not exactly pulling up trees, so it would be Kane. Then the week after, he would be against Newcastle. I think he'd be choice. Um, and I think there's a game where my other player would probably be Gallagher against Leicester. Again, Kane would be the man. So I think I'm going to do it because of the options it gives you. I really wish he'd have had a bit more form, though, coming into this. But I'm going to do it. So it's it's, it's another manager call. But I think if you don't do it and he bangs, you're in trouble. But if you do do it and he bang, doesn't bang, you're probably in less trouble, depending on who you sell. <laughs> but I think this whole season is going to be about what three, two or three premium options you've got and whether the ones you don't hit hat tricks, hit braces, because if they do, we're all going to be in big trouble. But we've all got to be prepared that that's going to happen. So some big owned striker is going to hit a brace. But then the next week, your big owned striker might hit a brace. So then it marries itself out. But yeah. Right. In your dreams, Darren Phillips, thoughts on Alonso. Looks incredible value and nailed. I'm probably just going to copy what every other podcast has probably said about Alonso. And that will be, if you're a casual, you'd have brought him in already. Loads of points, plays for a great team. Attacking, yep. We aren't casuals. I don't even like the word casuals. We, we, we try and get the edge by thinking, actually, I'm going to do a bit of research. A bit of research has suggested that, you know, Ben Tealworld's a decent player. He is. He also plays the same position. He does. But... Just get Alonso. I mean, we've had this before. Justin um, for Leicester. He had a double first name as well, didn't he? James Justin. Justin James, whichever way it was. He was the same, and he kept getting points. The problem is, is when do you know he's gone? That's the point. It's like when we talked about Matip earlier. Matip, he'll probably be first choice until he gets injured, which probably won't be that long. Or at least you know he's injured. Well, Alonso, if he just misses one game, is Chilwell suddenly back? Who knows? But let's pretend the Chilwell didn't exist. Everyone, and I mean everyone, would be on him at 7.9 million for a Chelsea defender who pretty much might still get passing, often gets shots, gets goals, gets assists. He could be basically the best value player in the game, which you said there looks incredible value and nailed. If you think he's nailed, I would buy him, quite simply. The only reason to not buy him is you're worried about Chilwell. And that is what we'll all be putting on our graves when loads of people are buying him, not casuals pro people as well yourself probably buying him and we'll be like well why didn't i get him because of chill well yeah right so yes if you fancy him i get him in fact i'm looking at him potentially if you know rafino isn't injured i can just i've got four in the middle at the moment so i can switch him in at the back but we get to see the lineups today and i think we get to see the lineups for chelsea in a couple of weeks as well so you could use one of those options when i say today sorry i meant the city one this week you want to look at one of those couple of options yeah do that Right, John Allison, FPL lad, one, the lad. Um, is Gallagher the best option for Monday night? Seems an easy two for one this weekend. Um, I've got Gallagher. As soon as I watched that um, Spurs game, I really thought he looks just such a great scar option. I think he's likely to get tackled semi-regularly. He looks advanced for Palace, and Palace don't look that bad. They look more attacking than they usually have been. So I really fancy him. And I think, yes, he could be the best option for Monday night. He also randomly covers one of those Arsenal games. So I've got him thinking I might swap. I can debate that random Arsenal swap we, everyone's talking about later in the line because I've already got one game covered. And Villa's the other one, which I'm not sure is an easy game for either of those two teams. So 
But yeah, Gallagher's a good option Monday night. Fact is, though, Monday you can see the fixtures. So Edouard might be decent. He might be starting. You could get a good, you know, you could be the first person to think, oh, right, he's starting. I'm going to buy him. You know, he's probably like 0.7 percent owned at the moment. But hey, you could then get him in for a captaincy. But I mean, if you've got, I mean, if you've got like Sanchez, he could even, he'll, he'll do the trick. I think that sort of game is one where you just choose who you've got. Um, Duffy, he was he was a uh, he's cheap, still playing, passing, good go for it actually. I, if I had him, I wouldn't buy players. I would use the ones I've got. If you haven't got anyone, I think Gallagher's a good shout. But I wouldn't be buying players just for this game. So the the for one part of the two for one, I wouldn't be going back. I'd be buying Gallagher to hold because I think he will be a decent option going forward. And if you're a Crystal Palace fan, John, which I know you are, I, I think he's a great shout for you, and he's a great player. But, you know, you might want to get tricky and get Zaha or something like that. But, yes, in answer to the question, I'm going to say Gallagher is the best option. I'm going to stick my hat on the line there. Right. Adult Wolf. Is to get a good option? Good price? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think he is. Um, the only quandaries I have, obviously, at the start of the season, no one was sure whether it was Henderson or Tegea. In fact, I think most people thought it would be Henderson, but it's not. It's Tegea. He's played well. I would say that you can't drop him because he's been playing well. You know, penalty himself for the first one in like 16 years or something against West Ham. Um, it's a good option. Yes, I think he is. The only thing is, Man United seem to concede a lot. I don't think I'd ever bank on them to get a clean sheet. I mean, Newcastle at home didn't get a clean sheet. You know, West Ham away didn't get a clean sheet. I'm not loving their clean sheet things. So I think, personally, you might as well spend a little bit more and get Mendy or spend a lot less and get Rayo, maybe Sanchez, or looking at maybe like the Martinez to cover captaincies and stuff. So he is a good option, but I personally wouldn't go there. Uh, Luke Wilson, FPL equation. Hi, Luke. Marcel, keep or bin? If bin, who to cover for that captain day on a budget? Uh, right, Marcel. I think if you've got Marcel, you've probably bought him very recently, so I probably would keep him for now, especially since Eight Nori got an injury last night, although I suppose it was a head injury, so it might be less of an issue um so i probably would keep realistically until he gets dropped stroke injured but if you're going to bin him who to cover that captain day i'm not quite sure which exact captain day you're talking about i'm guessing it's not the one this sunday i'm guessing it's the everton game um i would just skip it unless you've got like a traore or something like that there's some days you want to look at and you think you know what if you've got someone use them if you don't don't bother it's the days where you think, oh, when you're seriously worried about your, and you're like praying that one player doesn't doesn't get a massive haul, those are the days where you probably need to cover it. But if you tell me which player you're worried about getting a haul in that game, and you're not allowed to say everyone, then assuming there isn't one specific player, then I wouldn't worry about it. That's quite a good rule of thumb in my eyes. Easier said than done, though, trust me. Um, right, Lee Bowden. First year veteran Sky, I'd like to know historically, do premium mid score more or less than premium strikers? So a very lowly owned KDB instead of a third premium striker. I've been discussing KDB today with a few friends of mine. Um, if he suddenly becomes essential, which in Sky he can, because he can get everything, literally every single point you can get, he can get it. And there's been like 25, 26, 28 point hauls from him. And sometimes only like by scoring one goal, he's just got tackles, he's got passing, he's got shots, he's got man of the match, he's got all sorts. 
So if he becomes that beast, which we, you know, a few seasons back, he was for like two seasons. He was like, you have to have him. He's just such a monster in Sky. Then we've all got trouble because I think right now you need three premium strikers. Um, I'm worried about getting rid of one of the three to get in the fourth, which is Kane. And so having KDB in there, yeah. So I would say yes, specifically about KDB. Bruno is the other one who was, you know, historically also awesome, but I think he has been usurped by Ronaldo, if I'm honest. I don't think KD, uh, he's going to be as decent anymore. So KDB, if he becomes a, if he becomes a must-have, I think we've all got a bit of soul-searching to do. It's going to have to be two premiums. But I was trying to do an equation today. If you think about it, KDB and Antonio would be the equivalent of Kane or Salah or Ronaldo, say, and Traore. Who's better there? It's going to be KDB and Antonio, isn't it? But you've got that less flexibility to get that other third premium striker who might be hauling for all that everyone else, as we discussed earlier. So I would wait till KDB starts hitting it. When he hits it, get on him. Um, Owen for Owen FPL. Sure, he used to have a different name, much more fun name anyway. Uh, best Hoiberg replacements. Only got bonus once this year. He has only got bonus once this year. I love Hoiberg as a player, and he was good get bonus, but I think Spurs have just adjusted a bit to how they play. He's not quite hit the heights yet. Um, in terms of replacements, there's quite a lot. I don't want to go through them all around that bracket. It depends on who... I would say in that spot is who you need as a captaincy option anywhere. Like, for example, if you've... I mean, to be fair, you probably might need him as a captaincy if you don't do the game move on Sunday. But if you need a Wolves player, for example, Traore is around that price. He's still, he's gonna, he's still not, he's still threatening, but not actually delivering any real points. Um, so maximum, as I mentioned earlier, is an option. Saar, there's loads of things around that, and it, I guess you could also go up to maybe just not that far to Christensen if you can get a defender. So there's quite a that spot is decent. If you if he's your only problem, I'd probably use that as a, oh, where do I need to cover a captaincy? I know I'll get in X, who gets the captaincy coverage. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that answers that. Do I need to get in a Lukaku, or would I be okay with a Chelsea defender for captaincy? This is Lee Giles. Um, Lee's a bit of a veteran at these games. Um, so, yeah, what can the problem is at the end at the end of this period of time, whatever period you're talking, there'll be a defender that easily would have covered it and got you as many points as Lukaku. The problem is, I think Lukaku is more nailed than all of the defenders. And also, you'd be more comfortable captaining Lukaku, and he will get a big haul at some point. And he's got he's got the fixtures to do it, and he's he's a beast. Um, he's gonna he's gonna score points. So I don't think he can cover in your team individually. If, for example, if like you said, oh, I can't get him this week, but I can get him next week. Well, not this week because they're playing cities. So you wouldn't captain him anyway. But if you say I can't get him for the Southampton game, but I can get him the week after, I think yeah, it's fine. Just captain Rudiger. Or Alonso, if you got him, or someone like that. But holding out for that run of like five, six games, which is just immense, you're just running the gauntlet there, hoping he just doesn't like haul. So it all goes back to those can you afford free premiums? And then KGB comes in, oh, who knows? But I don't think he will cover it. But if it means you get extra, you have to account for the player you can get. So you could then have Ronaldo, Kane, Salah, not have Lukaku, potentially, and cover it with Chelsea Defender, and you've suddenly got all three of those premiums. 
and it always up. That's why this season is going to be awesome because it's just who you've got and if you've got them at the right times. But I don't think you'll cover it, but the extra player might mean, yeah, it's fine to do it. All right, Josh Waldridge, best Arsenal player to look at. Thank you for this Sunday, Captain, and ahead for two further Captain days. Arsenal, I'm not sure. Is, I mean, I can't believe I would recommend Ramsdale, but if he is now the number one and you're happy he is nailed in that spot, he could be the shout. Because, I mean, again, if you listen to, uh, try and log in and see if you're on Scout, you can see um, Nile and Luke talking about this. They go through it a fair bit and they're completely right in everything they say, which is basically Arsenal defence aren't really picking up bonus, which means you might as well go Ramsdale over them if you believe in the next, I guess, the extra two points. Um, and he's sort of played himself into being number one. I don't, don't think I'd fancy having any Arsenal attacking players. You don't want to be using a striker slot right now on an Arsenal player. So that gets rid of Aubameyang. And if you're feeling incredibly fruity, Lacazette, which means you look at midfielders, you could take a punt on Smith Rowe. He came on, I think he scored in the Carling Cup. Not called that anymore, but wherever it is, um, Carabao Cup. Um, but I wouldn't want to spend loads of money. But the problem is, whoever you buy, you don't want to just buy them for a little bit, especially if you want this Sunday. So I don't know. This is why everyone's going for Kane. I just don't know. I don't. There's no one who's going to get loads of bonus. There's no one I think who can be relying on points. If I had to, let's just say I had to get an Arsenal player, I probably would go Ramsdale. And if they said, sorry, you can't have you can't have a keeper, I'd be like, right, okay, I might just say, right, I'm gonna use as minimum of my budget as I can and probably go Smith Rowe and just hope. But I know that's not an answer for you, but until Arsenal start looking a lot better, that's all I've got. Uh Luke has asked another question. Got Gallagher for the first Arsenal game after seeing the new fixtures at Southampton versus Villa. I'm tempted to get Bondir in to cover the two game days at seven point nine. I don't see better value. I was looking at this just a few minutes ago, actually. Um, Villa, if you get Villa in, seeing I also have Gallagher, that covers both Arsenal and it covers a tricky away day if Leeds don't play. When Leeds are playing Norwich, I think Villa are playing West Ham. So I don't have anyone except for Rafinha at the moment who might randomly be injured all the time. And it covers the other Arsenal game and then it covers the Southampton Villa game. But none of their midfielders are shouting at me. Could go defence, but none of them really get bonus. Matty Cash scored the other day and got an assist in the cup when he came on and gets tackled every so often. So he could be a shout. I'm not opposed to Matty Cash. Um, Bundia, he didn't play in the last two games. One was because he was trapped in Croatia. And I'm guessing the one this week was because he didn't quite get his fitness back up or something like that. I really want to see if he's going to come good. So maybe next week if Bundes does come back in, but he's not done anything. You want players who've done something. So yes, I think Bundes is probably the shout. Bailey, I think is probably a bit too injury prone. I'd be up for Bailey. He looks decent, but I just can't do in, do any more injuries. <laughs> I'm sure everyone else is feeling the same. So yeah. Um, so I think Bundes is a good shout, but it's still a wait and see for me. I think uh, if I had to go right now, I probably would buy cash if you can get a defender. Um, and finally on the Twitter... Is Kane going to start scoring now? I hope so. Yes, yes, he is. He's going to score at least one goal in the next five games. So five, at least five goals in five games. Sometimes he might score two and sometimes get nothing, but that's what's going to happen. There you go. Sorted. Um, 
Right, so let's have a look, see if there's any comments. There's one comment from FBO Lad, a heart saying he loves me. Thank you very much. Yeah, there you go. Um, cool. Uh, so that's that. That's the, the, the um, questions. Uh, I think we covered most of the stuff. The big question really is Kane to get him or not to get him. When I say Kane, I sneakily think um, you could uh, get Son instead quite easily. Um, so, yeah, I, I think if you haven't got the money, you could get Son and then use that money, especially if you're thinking about doing the KDB. If you could get like two premiums and Son covers all that Spurs game and KDB in the middle, it wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be bad. Um, so, yeah. It's, I think Son's underrated. Um, I have also another comment from Ryan Fitzsimmon, which is, what would you do now Bamford is confirmed out? I generally, if people get injuries, I generally sell them. I know that sounds simple, but obviously sometimes you're like, oh, maybe hold off and wait. But if it's in that striker spot, I think you've just got to sell because you don't want to be holding on to someone who's going to be in, out, in, out. Maybe he's playing. And then every week you're like, come on, please be playing. Please be playing. I'll take a sub. You just don't want that. So get rid of him. Um, if you can get up to another premium, possibly. You could even do the Son thing I was just talking about. He might not be a bad chap for Sunday. Or Antonio, obviously, if you haven't got him. If you've got Antonio and Bamford, I would think you need to probably get a second premium at least because you need at least two of them. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that answers the question. But in summary, sell Bamford, buy either Son, a premium, or Antonio. There you go. How simple as that? Cool. Um, yeah, so other, other than that, I hope everyone has a good week. Uh, I'll be doing one of these hopefully every week, so I'll be chucking things out for questions, but feel free to chuck your questions at, at me at any point. I normally just stick them as little likes when I'm going to answer them, and then I put them on the screen and read your name out and everything. It's always good fun. Um, I'll finish by saying subscribe to YouTube channel and follow me on Twitter, at Sky Podcast, and check out all the other stuff. I know please do check out Dan Cox. He does bite-sized stuff, uh, similar time frame, like 20 odd minutes. They're really cool. He's got one that's, um, does stats and then one that does like questions and answers and things like that. So do check that out. Luke and Niall on the scout do check that as well. They, uh, they have like a bigger, longer session where they just chew the, chew the fat on everything. And so a lot of the stuff has been covered here, but there's two of them so they can uh, argue about stuff, which is probably a bit more fun. But never know. One day I might see if I can, uh, get someone in on this for a little bit of a Q and a um, other than that, I hope everyone has good weeks, good times, good points, and I will see you next week. Goodbye. Aww.